Where were you when the world stopped turning on that September day? Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. How do you correct errors on a real estate deed? Should you even bother making a lowball offer on a home in today's market? Is it ever worthwhile to do that? And is a sign in your your yard, (laughs) easy for me to say, is a sign in your yard actually important when it comes to selling a home? Hey, don't forget, we really want to connect with you. We get listener questions every week. Some of them are very, very difficult, and we don't care. We'll do whatever we need to do to help you make the best decisions along the way when it comes to buying or selling any type of property in Metro Atlanta. Go to gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back or challenge me on something I say on the air. You can share ideas. You can ask for your neighborhood to be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, which we would love to get more of those requests. I happen to think those neighborhood spotlights are very interesting and probably one of the only places you can get that type of information on a specific subdivision. I would assume you could get it if you had another real estate professional research it for you, but I don't think it's available. And you can subscribe to our podcast. It's available on all the major podcasting platforms. Let's jump right into a listener question. This is from Dorothy in Brookhaven. My name is incorrect on the deed for an investment property I own with no mortgage with my husband. What's the easiest way to get my name corrected on the documents? I have spoken with the county clerk's office and they are not able to help me and have told me that I need legal advice, which I guess would probably be their standard answer. On a second rental property, the question goes on to, we paid off the final mortgage that was held by a family member, but do not know if it was filed with the county as paid off as we cannot locate the deed cancellation Where can we find out? Wow. So the issue is on the deed. It is her maiden name that is on the deed. And so what would happen in this case, and for those of you who are thinking, okay, what is a deed? A deed is literally a piece of paper, like you would buy it at Office Depot or Office Max. And it, it states that one owner owns the property and it describes the property, and then it conveys that property to the new owner in the deed, and it gives the type of warranty that's being provided, either a full general warranty deed, which says, I'm going to forever defend your interest in this property for anything that happens by, through, and under me, a limited warranty deed that says, I will defend your interest in this deed through everything that happens by and through me, but not before me. And so a deed is a piece of paper where that the original document signed in blue ink gets recorded at the county clerk of superior court's office. And so the county clerk of superior court is the official record keeper for all real estate deeds in the state of Georgia. And so what Dorothy is saying is that her name is not correct. It is not complete. It is not her her new married name. And there are a couple of ways to solve this problem. You could issue a corrective deed that is just designed to correct the name, but in this case, it probably makes sense to issue a deed from Dorothy and her husband to Dorothy and her husband, but with both of their names being correct. Now, what the closing attorney or the attorney who was handling the title business would require is a as a a name affidavit that says that Dorothy in her new uh, married name is the same as Dorothy in her maiden name. 
So that's the way you would solve that first problem is you would issue a corrective deed. Now, on the second rental property, most often those cancellation of deeds. Now, it's interesting because if you heard me say where the cancellation of the deed is, that's confusing because how would you cancel an ownership deed? You wouldn't actually cancel that. You would take the ownership deed from you and you would transfer it to somebody else so it wouldn't be canceled. But the deed she is talking about is the security deed. And so in Georgia, we do not use mortgages like they use throughout most of the rest of the country. There's only six or seven states that don't use mortgages, and Georgia is one of them. And so in Georgia, we call it a security deed or a deed to secure debt. And you are pledging the property as collateral. You are agreeing that you will pay back the loan. If you do not pay back the loan as scheduled, then you are giving the lender your permission to notify you you're in default, give you 30 days to cure, advertise in the local county organ, the newspaper, the official newspaper for your county, and sell the property on the courthouse steps at your county courthouse on the first Tuesday of the month. Now, so what Dorothy is saying is we had a security deed in place and we can't find it canceled. Now, in this case, we were actually able to go into the clerk of superior court's digital records and we were able to find several cancellations that had been recorded for this particular piece of property i have not spoken with dorothy yet about this i look forward to speaking with her sometime soon and i'll give her all the information that we 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 provided for her so the answer is you look in the clerk of superior court's office you have to basically have access or you have to have someone who has access to all of those records and who's a member of that database I would say most real estate agents are not. I would say all closing attorneys are, and so somebody can pick it up, pick it up, uh, pick it, can do research and can pick up whether or not that deed was the security deed was canceled or not. So first question, you issue a corrective deed to get the deed from your name that is incorrect into your name that is correct, and she can do that from her and her her husband to her and her husband. I know that sounds strange for two people to give deeds to the same two people. But when you correct names, that's how you're doing it. And then those cancellations of those security deeds are recorded in the clerk of superior courts. And if you had questions about something for your particular home or your security deed, just reach out to me at 770-497-0000, and we will hook you up. Let's go to another listener question, and this one is from Stephanie in Alpharetta. She says, is it worth making an offer on a home even if you're going in below the list price? Now, my guess is um, Stephanie's probably not just wondering for herself, meaning she's probably getting some advice from somebody that says it doesn't make sense to make a lowball offer. It doesn't make sense to make an offer that's lower. And I don't know that that's true. Uh, I'm not saying that you could go in with any lowball offer, crazy offer you want, and somebody would accept it because if the seller has other options, they're going to sell their home as you probably would if you were in their situation to the person who is willing to pay them the most. But, Stephanie, we had a home we listed in Lawrenceville. We had 10 offers over a um, six-day period. Uh, seller, we worked with the seller for, for several months getting the home ready, and it was absolutely spectacular from end to end. Most of the real success stories in today's market are not just a result of the market being incredible. They're, they're a result of the sellers and sometimes their listing broker getting their butts in gear and getting that home really looking great. In this case, this homeowner actually took part, took advantage of our rehab and refresh program, got a little money from us to make some fix-up and repairs to the house 
they will pay us back at closing. That's one of the ways, by the way, that we believe we can sell your house for $28,000 more. My guess is we're going to sell this house for closer to $30,000 more than the most expensive recent sale in that neighborhood, and that is quite incredible. But the reason I'm telling you this entire story, Stephanie, is because the seller specifically chose to go with a buyer that did not offer the highest price. Now, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, because the, some of the offers got kind of crazy. So the prices got so high that the seller didn't see any way that it would actually work or the property would appraise or things like that. And I understand that concern. If you have something that is thirty, forty thousand over the list price, it it be concerning in, in this particular area. Okay. But this particular buyer, and I do not promote helping a seller understand who the buyers are who are buying their home because I don't want anybody to discriminate against anyone else. But if they decide to send something in, I do present that to the seller because I feel like it is my responsibility to do that. And in this particular case, this seller felt a special connection with the buyers and decided to move forward with those buyers, even though she had three other offers that would provide more favorable terms to her. So if you want to buy a house, Stephanie, don't let anybody talk you out of it. You write up that offer. You tell the seller what you're looking for. You tell them how much you want to buy their house. And who knows, you might just find somebody that will help you buy a house sometime soon. This segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. They're a full-service law firm with 21 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They are everywhere. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, and real estate contract review and title insurance matters. You can look them up online, O'Kelly and Sorahan, or you can dial 770-497-1880. Listener question from Lene and Doraville, and what a great question. They're all great questions, but I love this one. And we only get this question maybe every couple of years. And the question is, is a sign in the yard actually important when listing a home? It says, I am a private person, and I'd rather my neighbors not know I'm selling. I'll bet that she's not the only one who feels that way. I'll bet there are people listening right now to this show who are thinking, that's exactly right. I want to keep those no nosy neighbors at bay. Now, I will tell you that one in 50 of the listings we sell, we sell without a sign for that reason because the sellers want to be private. But I will tell you this, Lene, if you're somewhere in that average price range, that 350 400 450 price range, it, it, there's so much activity and so many listings that you need to make sure that everybody in your sphere, everybody that is close to that property knows that that property is listed for sale. You need to make sure that your real estate agent puts a sign, a nice sign in the yard. Maybe it's reflective in the evening so people can see it even when it's dark, and it needs to be perfectly perpendicular to the horizon, meaning it needs to look straight. So many times you drive down the road and the real estate signs are crooked. So, Lene, I think a real estate for sale sign in your yard is actually fairly important, and I think to have some type of call capture system or other marketing that allows you as the seller and the listing broker to capture people's names and phone numbers who are interested in your house. I think that's important as well. You're listening to Go Gaddis Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so home selling and buying can be, would be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. We don't want you to learn anything at or after closing that you should have learned before. In our next segment, Real estate market predictions for Gwinnett and North Fulton. We've had some questions, and we think we're going to do this every week for a while. Do you really need a termite letter and bond before closing on your next home? And what are the best practices for selecting the right home inspector? 
Stick with us. We're going to take a break, but we'll be back. 